Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Executive Director of the Center, and I'm here with Priscilla Weigel, the Assistant Director. Hi, Priscilla. Cindy, good to be here. Yes, and we are happy to be talking about something that we ha- we spend a lot of time um, in our in, with our coaches about, and we feel like we maybe we haven't talked about this in a podcast before, mm. and it's the topic of expulsion. Yeah which is a very critical topic right now with all the recent research that's come out. And so we just thought it would be a great time to bring it to the forefront again. So we hope that all of our listeners will will really uh, tune in and think about, as we're talking, maybe some of the language they use uh, when they are talking to parents about Mm -hmm. the children that they're working with. And uh, if they've got some questions, they can always get a hold of us at the Center for Inclusive Child Care, www.inclusivechildcare.org. So let's begin, Priscilla. Um, And we're really also using a tip sheet that comes right off of our website Mm -hmm. called um, Tip Sheets. How to Prevent Expulsion in Child Care, mm-hmm. and we're also using a handout that we have called How CICC Inclusion Coaching Prevents Expulsion. Mm-hmm. And let's just start with defining it sure. for those that are listening. Sure. Well, expulsion is often um, cr- uh, cloaked in other terms by mm-hmm. providers. Often it will be t- called disenrollment, ask the child to leave, uh, ask the family to find other care, but truly it is expelling a child because you're removing from them, you're removing them through dismissal from, in your, from your care setting. And so it's often due to those I- issues that we all know, we all experience challenging behavior, and oftentimes what is happening and what we're seeing a lot of in our coaching work is um, just kind of a knee-jerk reaction to just say to a family, you can't come back. Mm-hmm. Your child cannot come back tomorrow. And, and not preparing a conversation, not having a discussion, not even looking at preventative measures, but it is the quick fix for challenges. And we are advocating in this, these podcasts that it should be your last, 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 last resort if ever happens and not your first choice. Do you also ever hear people use the phrase that we're all familiar with from developmentally appropriate practice, goodness of fit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use well, sort of in a way that's opposite yes. the real yes. meaning. Yeah, because I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah. means the child, it's not a good fit for the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As sort of an excuse. And I'm saying that, and I'm probably ruffling some feathers when I say that. Yeah. But people will say, well, it's not really a good fit for the child to be here. Right. When goodness of fit is all about uh, the environment needs to be adapted for the child mm-hmm. and personnel need to make accommodations for the child so then the child can adjust. Yes. But the child isn't the one who makes the adaptation. Because they're just the child and truly we are the ones who have the ability to adapt in so many different ways and so I think that really using the language is what we're really encouraging all of our coaching team to do and when we're out doing training for providers to use the word expulsion because it is expulsion. What goes along with expulsion sometimes? Well there's also um, 
Vincent. Vincent. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I kind of said that one, yeah, but I did. didn't give you the... Well, I knew it in my head, but I couldn't. Yep. It wasn't coming off my tongue. Um, no, suspension is another one that's very, very common. Um, suspending the child, removing them to the director's office, or, you know, just like they were in elementary school, they'd have to go to the principal's office. Or to say, you know what, we need a break, So, and you need a break, because this behavior is just out of control. So we're going to try to break the pattern, so why don't you have keep your child home for three days and then come back next week and we'll we'll see how things go um, and then oftentimes what leads to af- what happens after that is the child is expelled eventually mm-hmm. or it's just calling the parent at nine o'clock in the morning and saying you know what you need to come pick up your child because they are just having a really hard day and we just can't handle them here that pi- that being called to come mm-hmm. and pick up the child um, I, I think that's what we see so much of here yes. in our work yes and I do not think that the teacher or the director would consider that a suspension no they probably wouldn't right they really do think it's the child needs a break we need a break mm-hmm. um, but in fact what you're saying is that's that's considered a suspension, especially when we're looking at now what's coming out from the feds uh, in some of their policy statements mm-hmm. that, uh, around expulsion and suspension. Mm-hmm. So, so now that we kind of know, we're talking. We're going to use the language. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it what what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Why is expulsion such a bad thing for these little ones? Well, it it's a. It's a quick move that is really an adult solution for an issue that isn't helping a child work on behavior or giving any optional other options for tools for making good choices. Um, You know, it's it's putting the burden on the family Mm -hmm. to fix the situation when really that family is paying us as a child. They're paying me as a child care professional to care for their child and I'm the expert in the field because I have child development knowledge, I have, I'm licensed, I'm providing quality care, I might be parent aware rated, I might have an accreditation through NACI or other organizations and so they come to that door and they say here's my child Take care of them, please. I'm going to pay you money to do that because I trust you to be the professional. And so when we are then saying to that family, nope, we're done, we're not following through with any of that um, support and and trust that that parent has given us, and we're putting the burden on them and on their child for something that very well may be related to our environment, might be the, the dynamics of the kids, it might be the the skills and tools that the teachers are and the providers are given in the classroom or in the family child care setting. So it's such an adult, sol- it can be solved through the, the adults in the world, not putting the burden on the child. And I know there are some people listening who are saying, oh, right, you're saying that, but you don't know about this child that I have and how hard it's been on my staff. Mm -hmm. And we are going to talk in subsequent podcasts about some strategies. Yes. But we do want to say a little bit more before we close this one uh, out on what are uh, really about some of the ramifications Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on the ongoing social-emotional development of these young kids who get kicked out of programs many, multiple times. Yeah. So if you're a little one and you're being you're being suspended or expelled, you're much more likely to be ill-prepared for kindergarten and school when you get started because you're missing out on that learning. 
maybe due to behavior challenges that just aren't addressed. And then that disconnect and that constant movement of getting those um, new settings, building new relationships, you're more likely to be at risk for school failure, obviously, mm-hmm. after not missing out on critical learning foundations. Mm-hmm. Low self-esteem. Think about how it feels to be the kid that's always labeled as bad or naughty or that kid, that child. Oh, he's the one. Oftentimes, they're the scapegoat for a lot of the issues that come up in the classrooms or in the child care settings. Mm-hmm. They are experiencing, at a very young age, multiple losses of peer groups sure. and connections. Yeah providers that they love and really trust who are then gone from their lives Mm -hmm. just overnight. Um, That lack of sense of being part of a community and belonging somewhere where others care about them and need them to be a part of things. And it's just truly basing that child's worth and their um, importance on just what they're doing and maybe some of those mistakes that they've made instead of who they really are inside. They don't get to find out who who they are. They don't get to find out that someone, a a loving, caring, nurturing adult, thinks that they're pretty special and that they have some possible amazing things within them to achieve and accomplish. Wow. So that's the point that we're going to close on this podcast. Um, And I think those are really important points for everybody to think about. Um, And we will... Uh, I will say that if you're in Minnesota and you're listening, the Center for Inclusive Child Care has inclusion coaching that can come out to a program and help. Mm-hmm. If you're kind of struggling with guidance or even a classroom, and we also have infant and toddler and health and safety coaching, and they've kind, they're kind of all in the same vein of what do I need to do in my program to make it run a little more smoothly so I can prevent mm-hmm. some behaviors from occurring mm-hmm. or or um, from this child not being as successful as I'd, I'd like them to be. And they just need to contact us again at um, inclusivechildcare.org. Mm-hmm. But we will continue with this, this discussion. Thank you, Priscilla, sure. so much. Great. That's all for now. See you next time.